God said, man said, receives much email. A good percentage of it is very edifying, and a substantial percentage, especially when we advertise in the secular media, drips with vitriol. Many who respond claim to be believers, but refuse to surrender to the authority of the Word of God. They also demonstrate an abundance of angst in their emails. The last paragraph of this emailer's message, let's call her Miss A, reflects that spirit. I believe in Jesus Christ, and I know that He is my Lord and Savior. I am also a public school science teacher required to teach evolution. I was hoping for something to help me from this site. You've let me down. This site doesn't sound intelligent. It sounds radical and manipulative of the Bible to explain what you can't. Absolutely ridiculous. End of quote. In this feature, we deal with Miss A's questions, ridicule, and allegations, which were in the other part of her email. It is certain that Miss A has spent very little time on God said, man said, and possibly no time at all investigating the very valid scientific research that destroys the absurdities of evolutionary doctrine. She certainly hasn't spent much time researching the Word of God. It should be noted here that there has never been a scientific truth that has controverted the words of God, not one. Plenty of pseudoscience has challenged God, but none has ever succeeded. No, not from the beginning of time through today, nor shall it ever happen. God is the creator of true science. Real believers in the inerrant word of God can relax. There are no valid challenges. When challengers do stand up, you will notice that they collapse quickly under closer scrutiny. The subjects challenged in Miss A's correspondence have been covered in this website numerous times. The following list of 26 features should be reviewed by all interested parties. Following are the first few sentences of Miss A's email. Water canopy? Huge lizards? You can twist the language of the Bible to fit any situation, but it doesn't explain that the dinosaur's bones that were found aren't larger versions of animals from today. They are completely different species. If the earth began with man and dinosaurs being around at the same time, then why don't we find any dinosaur bones in and around artifacts of man? They have never been found together. End of quote. Dinosaurs are reptiles, and they are giant lizards. The most well-known of the dinosaur clan is Tyrannosaurus rex, which means Tyrant Lizard King. The name dinosaur was coined in 1841 by Sir Richard Owen, a famous British anatomist who was the first superintendent of the British Museum. The name means Terrible Lizard. Stegosaurus, for instance, means Roof Lizard. In feature articles mentioned above, we cited the scriptural fact that the average lifespan before the flood in the days of Noah was 13 times longer than the 70-year excuse me the 70-year lifespan declared in the Book of Psalms. We also pointed out that this major lifetime reduction began immediately after the Noahic flood, when God opened the windows of heaven and poured down upon the earth the water canopy known scripturally as the water above the firmament, Genesis 1, verses 6 through 8. It was also pointed out that reptiles can continue to grow as long as they live, and since their lifespan before the flood was also 13 times longer, reptilian giantism could easily be explained, hence dinosaur, which means terrible lizard. Under the heading size, the following is found in the Peterson Field Guide series, which was sponsored by the National Wildlife Federation. Reptiles and amphibians may continue to grow as long as they live, rapidly at first, but more slowly after maturity. 
Hence, giant specimens may be encountered on very rare occasions. The greatest length that I believe to be authentic is given for each animal included in this book, end of quote. It should also be considered that in addition to longer lifespans, these creatures ate, drank, and breathed the best of everything. Dr. Edwin H. Colbert, a chief authority on dinosaurs, had the following to say in Scientific Monthly under the heading, Evolutionary Growth Rates in the Dinosaurs. It is interesting to note that giantism was achieved independently by various separate lines of dinosaurian evolution. Time and again in the collective history of these reptiles, the phylogenic line had its beginning with small animals and very quickly progressed to animals of large or even huge size, end of quote. The only difference God said man said has with Dr. Colbert's statement is the allusion to the theory of evolution. These creatures were birthed and they grew and grew due to the enormous pre-flood lifespan. Given the fact that reptiles may never stop growing while they live, these creatures attain giantism. As a final statement concerning Miss A's ridicule of giant lizards, the following story, under the heading Monster Croc, lived 110 million years ago, was published by the AP science writer Paul Recker in October of 2001. Dinosaur hunters, led by Paul C. Sereno of the University of Chicago, uncovered fossilized remains of the giant croc and for the first time assembled them into a replica of the ancient reptile. When these things grew into an adult, it was really a monster, Sereno said in an interview. This thing could have easily pulled down a good-sized dinosaur. The fossils were found last year in what is now a desert in Niger. In the age of the dinosaurs, the location was a verdant river valley alive with dinosaurs and at least five types of crocodiles, including a monster species called Sarcosuchus Imperator, or Flesh Crocodile Emperor. Sarcosuchus was first discovered by French scientists in 1964, but the Sereno find is the most complete fossil skeleton known. This new material gives us a good look at hypergiant crocodiles, said Sereno in a statement. No one had enough of the skull and skeleton to really nail any of the true croc giants until now. A report on the discover, excuse me, on the discovery was to be published Thursday by the Journal of Science on its website, Science Express. Modern crocodiles living in Africa rivers often grab large animals such as wildebeest and zebras and drag them into the water where they are drowned and then torn apart. Sarcosuchus probably did the same thing, said Sereno, but, but because the ancient animal was so large, it could easily handle huge dinosaurs, including the massive long-necked small-headed seropods that were common in that African region, end of quote. Sereno estimated the giant crocodile was 80% fully grown, already bigger in body mass than Tyrannosaurus rex, weighing in at 10 tons and measuring longer than a school bus. He concluded that the giant croc reached its huge proportions by living a long time with an extended growing period. Of course, the 110 million year claim he makes in the article is not provable. Miss A claims that there is no evidence of dinosaurs and man living at the same time. Because evolutionary theorists have built their age assessments on unproven and faulty information, they refuse any obvious evidence that disagrees with their original flawed assessment. Evidence of man and dinosaurs living contemporaneously is relatively abundant. It becomes obvious why evolutionists become combative 
regarding dinosaurs and man when you consider the statement made by Dr. Milne and Dr. Schaeferman in a video titled Geological Evolution, excuse me, Education. They said if it can be proved that man and dinosaurs lived at the same time, it would destroy the theory of evolution, end of quote. The following paragraphs are from the book The Genesis Flood. For example, there is the case of the human footprints that have frequently been found in supposedly very ancient strata. Man, of course, is supposed to have evolved only in the late tertiary at the earliest and therefore to be only about one million years old. But what appear to be human footprints have been found in rocks from as early as the Carboniferous period, supposedly some 250 million years old, says Ingalls. On sites reaching from Virginia and Pennsylvania through Kentucky, Illinois, Missouri, and westward toward the Rocky Mountains, prints similar to those shown above, referring to several accompanying pictures, and from 5 to 10 inches long have been found on the surface of exposed rocks and more and more keep turning up as the years go by. These prints give every evidence of having been made by human feet at a time when the rocks were soft mud. As indicated in the quotation, this sort of thing is not a rare occurrence, but is found rather frequently. However, geologists refuse to accept the evidence at face value because it would mean either that modern man lived in the earliest years of the uh, postulated uh, evolutionary history, or that this history must be condensed to a duration measured by the history of man. Neither alternative is acceptable. Ingalls says, If man, or even his ape ancestor, or even that ape ancestor's early mammalian ancestor existed as far back as the Carniferous period in any shape, then the whole science of geology is so completely wrong that all the geologists will resign their jobs and take up truck driving. Hence, for the present at least, science rejects the attractive explanation that man made these mysterious prints in the mud of the Carboniferous period with his feet. Engels and others have tried to explain the prints as modern Indian carvings or as prints made of some as yet undiscovered Carboniferous amphibian. Such explanations illustrate the methods by which the uniformitarians can negate even the most plain and powerful evidence in opposition to their philosophy. Nevertheless, it is obvious that it is only the philosophy and not the objective scientific evidence that would prevent one from accepting these prints as of true human origin. The following statement was made by the paleontologist Roland T. Byrd of the American Museum of Natural History when he was questioned concerning his examination of apparent human footprints and dinosaur footprints in the same Paluxy Riverbed near Glen Rose, Texas. Yes, they were apparently real enough, real as rock could be, the strangest things of their kind I had ever seen. On the surface of each was splayed the near likeness of a human foot, perfect in every detail, but each imprint was 15 inches long. Giant human footprints have been found in the same Paluxy riverbed in Crustaceous strata, which is supposed to date 100 million years ago. Similar giant footprints have been found in Arizona, near Mount Whitney in California, near the White Sands in New Mexico, and more. The Bible declares that there were giants on the earth just prior to the Noitic flood, Genesis chapter 6, they left tracks. Dr. Carl Baugh, director of Creation Evidences Museum in Glen Rose, Texas, and also director of International Expeditions, produced an educational video aired nationally that referenced the findings of 57 human footprints found in the same rock layer with dinosaurs. This finding was reported in Texas Tracks and Facts 1994 under the title, Man and Dinosaurs Contemporaneous. 
Dr. Baugh displayed a fossilized human finger and hammer found in the same layer as that of the dinosaur. Evolutionist Frederick B. Juniman wrote the following in Industrial Research and Development under the heading Radio Decay Rates Not Reliable. He said, It is possible. The age of the dinosaurs may not be 65 million years old, but rather within the age and memory of man. End of quote. Evolutionists are in a state of denial. The following excerpts are from Creation Ex Nilo under the title Messages on Stone. Did ancient man leave mute testimonies on libraries of stone that he lived with dinosaurs and other animals considered long extinct? Scientific evidence is a massing of such prehistoric creatures depicted on caves, rock formations, and other artifacts. These may be either as pictographs, picture symbols, or petroglyphs, carved rock drawings. Fran Barnes, a recognized authority on rock art of the American Southwest writes, and the San Rafael Swell, there is a pictograph that looks very much like a pterosaur, a Cretaceous flying reptile. Photo 5 shows a a petroglyph in Arizona's Havasupia Canyon of a creature with the unmistakable upright stance and balancing tail of some of the known dinosaurs, but unlike any other creature, Barnes writes, There is a petroglyph in Natural Bridges National Museum that bears a startling resemblance to a dinosaur, specifically a brontosaurus with long tail and neck, small head and all. Note that Barnes, who despises creationists, knows that this work shows every sign of age, such as pitting and weathering, etc. If there was an orthodox way to explain these sorts of finds away, we, he would have tried to do so. End of quote. Miss A went on to contest the veracity of the scriptures found in the Holy Bible, amongst other challenges, which are all answered and duly referenced in the above-listed features. Miss A said, I believe in Jesus Christ, and I know that he is my Lord and Savior. She must not be aware that Jesus Christ is the author of the Bible and that he fully certified the 6,000-year-old earth and six 24-hour days of creation, as well as man and all land creatures, including the dinosaur, being created on the very same sixth day. The Word of God clearly speaks about dinosaurs. In the scriptures, they are known as dragons, fiery flying serpents, behemoth, leviathan, and possibly by some other titles. Keep in mind, the term dinosaur was not coined until 1841. Miss A, isn't a believer by definition supposed to believe? The last two words of your email are quite appropriate. Absolutely ridiculous. Contrast Miss A's email with this following message that we received around the same time. I am a retired biologist from India. I taught biology for 30 years in a Christian college. I appreciate your information and presentation. I wish to join you in proclaiming my Lord and Savior Jesus. Thanks a lot.